Sun Tzu said, the art of war recognizes nine varieties of ground. One, dispersive ground. Two, facile ground. Three, contentious ground. Four, open ground. Five, ground of intersecting highways. Six, serious ground. Seven, difficult ground. Eight, hemmed-in ground. Nine, desperate ground. This is Common Ground Attack, a political podcast among best of friends, with your hosts, Joshua Heffley and Eddie Espinosa. Okay. What do you think of the recording. song? Oh, the song is great. I, I gotta find. I gotta find a way to pull it. I will find a way to pull it. Thanks. It shouldn't be that hard. I can download YouTube videos. I do it all the time for the TikTok shit. I do. So I just gotta pull it and kind of pull out what what you liked about it because I, it seems like there's different tracks on that video, but you said that the nine minute mark it, like it had a certain sound to it. I agree. I like the sound. And we can cut. Yeah. Right. Like I thought like 15, it was. I thought it was really nice. Yeah. It's we can get like, like 15 seconds of it and pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, welcome. My name is Josh. And this is Eddie. Welcome and to Common Ground Attack. This is the Common Ground Attack. Well, we'll figure out sound effects. We don't even have any intro music yet. We're yeah, talking about I mean, intro music. We don't actually have it yet. Ah. Uh, yeah, we, we, we could get it pretty easily. I could I could probably record it, get it, cut it, and send it to you or something. The Our, our podcast is growing. We are... We are uh, we are in the cocoon, I guess. Is that too... No, that's too much. We're just born. Cocoons? There's the a metaphor for this somewhere. At the cusp. There you go. We're at the cusp. So That's the word for it. Mind our dust. Pardon our dust while we figure things out for our podcast. No, it's perfectly fine. And then once we get to... And once we start getting into it, I'm, I'm sure, like, you know, it's a political podcast. It's it's talk radio for, for cool people. <laughs> I can't wait for all the cool people to start listening to us. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, topic of tonight, we decided last time that our topic of tonight is going to be Joe Biden. Joe Biden, Joe and, Biden, oh, Joe because Biden. Because he's running, he's running for the presidency, and, yeah, and it, here's the thing. Did you know that? This is, you know this, is, this is what he's going up against, though. Did you see Trump released his Space Force flag, and mm-hmm. it literally looks like Starfleet? Yeah, well, okay, okay. <laughs> And wow, and this is a line you'll rarely hear me hear, say. In Trump's defense, and the defense of whoever was in charge of the that whole design thing, that symbol in Star Trek is actually pretty universal. I don't know what the story is about behind it, but it wasn't like it wasn't didn't come out of nothing. There is something about that oh, symbol. I love it. What are you taught? I I absolutely love it. I think it's great. I think it should be something like that. It's a, yeah. it's a nice homage to American ingenuity. I mean, we created a show like Star Trek. We going into uh, like we're start. We created the space force. It should be something cool like that. And then Star Trek was cool about like having it be like Star Trek instead of like say Super Troopers or something like that. Like it's it's based off of there's certain guidelines and rules that they follow in Star Trek that are you know pretty good pretty good rules yeah well it's kinda like uh <laughs> we'll see how much of those uh, I- I- ideals are held up <laughs> oh that's okay i mean we got we got joe biden coming in soon no not really he's not gonna beat trump i mean i sure hope he does but 
but we know he's not going to. I don't know. It, it can still go either way. Like, I I mean, the kind of shit he said, like, t- yesterday or today, kind of like, he's like, come on, dude. I'm like, don't vote for me. But... <laughs> Uh, and, I and saw we'll that. In, we'll get I in saw details. that. He's just like, yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't vote for me. But the the support he has is trending positive, which is a sign. And then, like, I don't know how how COVID is going to impact Trump's kind of uh, PR because you know how shitty he's been doing with it. So there, there's a chance that that pe- that might actually stick in people's minds come November. But who knows? There's there's six months between now and then that anything could happen, and people can forget what they should be for yeah yeah exactly well i mean people forget like one week later man i'm telling you one week later people forget about how the who messed up a lot of stuff and not the band the world health organization who uh were secretly in bed with china or something you know one of those things Uh, that's that that's that's uncorroborated man i mean they're they're not great not according to germany yeah yeah but yeah it's I wouldn't be surprised if they had some leniency toward them, but that there's a difference between that. I mean, I know they said some shitty today too. I I read it and I didn't take note of it, but, but yeah. Uh, but that's that's our topic for next week. We we got to discuss the what how it was handled. What I think we're gonna wait until June. Future, just stuff like that. Yeah. Well. Oh, June. Yeah. Something like that. I thought that. so. I, I mean, I'm fine with doing it early. <laughs> uh, it's well now that the states are opening back up. Okay, well then we, we might take that route then. Okay, so then yeah. we'll, we'll have next to bring week, that up. the week after. It's you know we'll we'll find out more as time in, goes on, and this is next, something that we could kind of briefly touch on in certain episodes. Yeah, the next topic, tonight, or topic or two, we'll definitely talk about that. Tonight so, yeah, we're tonight. talking about the well, we're talking about one or the other. Pick one. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, so how, how, should, how should we approach this? Because like. And this also has to do with us being new, so sometimes we're still trying to figure out how we're going to approach this kind of stuff. Like, I think you and I are in agreement that Biden is very meh. Like, there's I I don't there's nothing I've exciting about him. Never liked that dude. He's always yeah. been really creepy to me. Yeah, agreed. I mean, yeah, I, like, I think he got away with a lot when he was the VP, and we kind because of because he's the vice president. Yeah, and we there wasn't a spotlight on him. But even the early days, even before he officially put himself out there, all of us were like, "Man, just don't do it. Keep your good image. We we liked you. We have the memes of you. Just stay there. Don't come into this." I didn't, and he didn't, I didn't like him. But he had the personality, the, the the memes about him. You know, the, o- the Obama and Biden meme. He he had things. Oh uh, yeah, he, he had things going for him. Those, yeah. He didn't need to step out into the light. <laughs> But he did, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, here we are. So, welcome everybody. So, the the yeah, the general consensus is people are met on him. The yeah, only absolutely. reason why he's doing anything or why he's gaining any grounds is because people are voting for him solely on the pres uh, on the idea that he is not Trump. Yeah, he he represents, for, unfortunately, for a lot of the Democratic base, this idea of let's go back to normal. Which, fuck that. Fuck uh, that. <laughs> and that's one of the things I was saying. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, he's he's not going to beat Trump by doing that. Like, you can't, you can't just go up there and expect people to 
vote for you just because you're not the other guy. Actually, what am I saying? That's 100% our politics right now. Uh, right, right now. I mean, if we were still talking about the, the primaries, we, there, there could be a, some discussion about merits. But we're past that. Now it's not about merit anymore. Now it's just about who doesn't fuck up too much before it's time for the election. Right, right. And that's... Like, I mean, that's just primarily the issue is there's there hasn't been, in my opinion, a candidate in years that actually had good ideas for the presidency. Sure. And it's just been no, it's been a long time. No, we we had we had good choices a few months ago and we let those choices go. So we had fantastic choices but, months ago. Now we don't. See, and I, I I understand you're a Bernie supporter, and there's a lot of stuff. I mean, Burn and just, Warren, Warren were were great candidates, and would have been fine presidents. Yeah, it just, I I honestly think because Bernie Sanders, and here's the only thing that I will say about Bernie Sanders is he would be much better at his job in the Senate than he would as president. Oh, sure, he's he's an excellent senator. I mean, sure, no doubt, but. We he needed needs to, we needed quality leadership and vision. The the problem is is nobody listens to him. None of the um, higher ups listen to him. Well, and that brings up a good point because one of the articles we I was looking into researching for this was uh let's see what the articles from Politico, which man, I could, reading some of the articles in Politico lately, like I, I'm surprised how they're skewing on this. But they had an article that came out like just a few days ago that was talking all about how. Like Biden was a sure a sure win. Like like there was n- almost no d- doubt that he was going going to make it this far, which I agree. Well, but keep in mind, Hillary was a sure thing. Well, we're talking about getting to this point. Don't get ahead of yourself. We're talking about getting to this point. But that's oh, I understand. But I'm just saying, if you don't knowing where their skew is coming from, Hillary was a sure thing the whole time. It was yeah. always going and to be Hillary Clinton is going to be the winner. She's going to be the next president yeah. of the United and States. They, and everybody well, see, was that's, so confident that's, and so sure about it. Okay, that's where you're getting ahead of yourself, buddy. You're getting ahead of yourself. I'm talking about just, just the nomination. <laughs> yeah. which the nom- just oh. the nomination's sake, the, for the nomination, yeah, I can see that Biden probably ha- ha- had it clearly. If you ask Politico... He was saying because, you know, Biden is authentic and, you know, he, he was very empathetic and, you know, it's like, no, stupid. It's because the, Dem- the Democratic main party supported him. That's why. And they were against the progressive candidates. Yeah. The only reason Biden it won out in the end is because he had the full unconditional support of the Democratic, you know, elite base of the people in the, in the party, the party elites, whatever you want to call them. Not, not because of, of yeah. votes necessarily, but because... He would the PR form brought on by the, the political party itself pushed him forward, not because of his own merits. They would have gone so, easily with um, Buttigieg if Buttigieg hadn't like slipped out in the end. Like it would have easily just of, gone to him, just because yeah. all they were doing was avoiding a progressive candidate. Out of curiosity, though, just just hear me out. Uh-huh. What was the Democrat Party thinking about going against the popular vote? What were the elites thinking? See, because that's the thing. That's easy. If, if that's very popular easy. vote, if popular vote was going for Bernie Sanders, if everybody wanted Bernie Sanders, and I know a ton of Democrats wanted a Bernie Sanders, if if everybody, if it was popular, if he was the popular choice, what is stopping the Democrats from putting Bernie Sanders up? Because because Sanders represents them losing all their power. 
We're talking about people who are who are rich, who have huge political influence, who who are are being paid and influenced by lobbies. This is all stuff that would that would okay, not guaranteed, but would now be opposed of if we had someone like like a Warren or a Sanders in presidency, because those two weren't about that kind of stuff. So then the question is, what do the Democratic elites dislike about Trump? <laughs> They're not in power. That's simple. There you go. So why are so many people following along on the whims of the Democratic Party? Because it's just because I mean, for the same reason why I think I mean, a lot of people go for, for not a lot. A third of the country goes goes for Trump. It's because he's just, you know, the, the one guiding light that gets propped up. And OK, there's, right. there, there we go. There we go. Easy decision made for me. Go for that guy. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean that's the th- that's the thing is it's just recently I've been noticing it's just more and more that I mean all it is is people voting for somebody just because they got the letter D next to their name or the letter R next to their name, and it's really it's just getting to the point where it's ridiculous. We're not qualifying our people, the people who are running. We're not pre-qualifying them. We're not getting them. We're not getting the right people running. Absolutely. And I don't know what it is. I mean, there's, there's, there's got to be so many people out there who are like, oh, well, I wouldn't mind running for president. I think I would do a pretty good job at it. But I'm being held down by people with money and power. Yeah, because you need you need to be already a millionaire to even have enough money to put go into the running. Yeah, it's, which it's a millionaires yeah, club. That's I'm, all it I'm, is. I'm sure the founding fathers really liked that idea that only the rich can 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 practically run for president. That's exactly what it's called taxation without representation. I don't believe that there are any representatives in my area that are actually representing me anything. Uh, I, I don't know. Some, some of the little more local people probably have are close enough to the ground uh, to not lose it, but that's that's probably. A I don't topic even think there are local people representing me. Uh, it's probably a topic for a different night. We can that's an excuse. Yeah, yeah, direction. we could go. Okay, let's go. Let's go circle back around to Joe Biden. And the question is, is do you think Joe Biden will actually represent you? No. No, if I thought even a little bit of that, he would have been someone I voted for. And no, 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 no. no. So now the, que- the other question is, do you think it'll be Trump? He could. He can. Yeah. Yeah, he More can, than Joe can. Biden? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. So repeat your question. Maybe I misunderstood. Oh, I was talking about, <laughs> you think that he's going to represent you? You're talking about Biden, right? Biden and then also Trump. Oh, Trump doesn't represent shit for me. So there you go. Biden's already at zero for representing anything I care about. Trump is in the fucking dirt. So you're paying taxes right now and not being represented. Yeah. I mean, again, again, if I haven't gone off a tangent, I feel like some more local people do a better job of it. But yeah, talking about the president, very little. Biden's at, at least Biden's not going to like do super shitty stuff he'll do shitty stuff but not super shitty stuff which is a plus and that's about the only plus i can tell you (laughs) Uh, i don't know about that i think honestly i mean it just to me when i look at biden i see somebody who i I, honestly i see somebody who's uh i don't want to i don't know what the word for it is and it's kind of it just seems weak but I don't think that's the right word for it. Um, but I mean, politically very... speaking, he has the ability. I mean, it, go, it kind of goes both ways. He has the ability to do the politician's work. He's done it for 40 years. He, he has done it. There's history has shown he can do it. In that way, 
he has pull. But I do think he has a tendency to, and I think a lot of the research that we might talk about here in a bit kind of represents that. He has this way of like really making it about party politics more than anything else. And I really don't like that. Well, and that's another thing. I mean, I, I'll go by where I'm going for is is the president of the United States is the commander in chief of the armed forces. Huh. This primary position, number one, the president of the United States is in charge of the defense of this country. I mean, okay, I don't just I don't agree, but that's we'll keep, keep going. What is the primary position, a job of the president then, outside of commander in chief? Leadership. So supplying leadership. Yeah, and that's that's another thing. That's that's kind of where I'm going for it. Is he just doesn't seem like a strong enough leader to be able to pull off the type of position that he's going for? I, I just mean, don't see him as a strong person. But he has, like he, I, has I, and then he has political acumen. Find the word for it. He has political but acumen. Political political is different. I'm talking about like how our country is perceived by our enemies. Uh huh. You mean that we're because a again because we were racist and bomb places that we had no business being in. I feel like that's pretty independent of the president. Right. I mean, that's just the United States of America as a yeah. whole. Just saying. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I mean, and that's one of the things. I mean, I do agree. It's just one of those one of those things. Like there was a time when you know people wouldn't dare say the things that they have about us, and it was pretty much right after World War Two. But what do you think time, that I mean, is? Was that out of respect or fear? Probably out of both. I mean, it's it it became respect. I mean, or it start. I'm sure it had to start off as fear. I mean, and then it became respect. But there's a lot of things with just how other situations were handled, and and honestly, it just seems to me like we're starting to fall into the track of you know we're doomed to repeat the mistakes of the past because we're not really paying attention to history we're not paying attention to where the future is going for our country we're focused on making sure that we're taking donald trump out of the office by putting joe biden as the candidate because that's what all the rich money bags want yeah absolutely because because he'll he'll be less problematic than than trump but he but their money won't won't be jeopardized for it their holdings, yeah. their companies, their their influence won't be jeopardized with Biden in, in place. Oh, remember, Trump is pro-business. Yeah. I mean, how could he not? He has a business. Well, no, I, what I'm saying <laughs> is that putting Biden in that seat doesn't jeopardize that. I mean, obviously, <sighs> I, Trump Trump is pro-business right now. Yeah, sure. Well, but that's another thing that I, I honestly, I, one of my biggest complaints, like one of my biggest things that I would say Trump does that Joe Biden would never do is... Trump is kind of a wild card type person. A lot of people are a little on edge with that. Yeah, Biden, and... they're gonna know. They're gonna know. They're gonna be able to talk down to him. Yeah, I think there's par- a little people, bit of that. Uh, there's a little bit that's definitely gonna happen. Uh, yeah, and, and that's that's a problem to me. That's a problem for the leader of the United States of America to be somebody who could be pretty easily rolled on. Yeah. yeah, but contra- contrast, I mean, I didn't want to make this a Trump versus Joe Biden podcast, really, but... Uh, it's but, true. I mean, but, I mean, we're already there. That's still better yeah. than the leadership we have now, where, where Trump gives fuck all to what anybody thinks, other than, like, a little bit of his base. Like, why is that better than, and, and, than and, what you're describing? It's kind of... 
it's kind of hard to to even think about right now because it's it's just kind of like for me. I mean, it's, let's let's it's, say this up top. Let's say this up top. I don't think either one of us are happy with either of these two men being president. There's, it's that's not. I, when, if any one of these two people be, are president, November sixth or whatever the day after election is, we're not going to go awesome. I mean, maybe a little because it's going to be anti-Trump if Biden wins. But like besides that, I'm not going to go. Yay, this guy won. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's not and, happening. And, and that's the thing for me. Like like. I can understand everybody's reservations about Trump because he's just very, like, we all know how he is. We know who he is as a person. We all know a lot of the decisions that he's made. And a lot of people, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of people who are going to spin a lot of things and say, oh, Trump did this and this and this and this. You see it. You can't always trust everything that you see about the man. You got to actually do your due diligence and figure out what actually happened things like that because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff where the media just latches on to something that trump said and then completely forget the rest of it like it was a, what a couple of weeks ago is something was it a couple of weeks ago i was like trump said something and i can't even remember what it I mean, was he said some stupid but like the media, uh, the media the media latched on to that particularly but they didn't look at the whole quote they didn't go through they just went and said oh trump said this and did this blah 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 blah, and it just the whole news cycle went and ran and ran and ran and then finally it starts coming out like wait a minute you're taking this whole thing out of context donald trump said he actually said this and they realized what the whole quote was and it was just taking something out of context like that is it just I lost mean, all the meaning it completely yeah. reversed the meaning of what trump was talking about you gotta be and specific about it like because that. Because honestly, dude, 90% of what he says is bullshit. So you're, if you're telling me that one time he said something that was actually kind of correct, like, okay, But that's great, the thing is, is where, are you, where are you getting your information on why is all 90% of what he's saying bullshit? Okay, again. That's the only new, thing that i got to be new episode. concerned that's di- about. That's going to be a different episode. Yeah, different episode. I'm, I'm not ready for that today. But, but, so, but that's yeah, a, if... I, I I mean, let's make this clear. I think I've made it kind of clear, even, even in the last episode, and even the one that didn't get out. Trump is irredeemable. Yeah, you just don't like me. anything. He's irredeemable yeah. for me. He can't do anything that's going to make me go. He deserves another four years as a president. He lies. He he manipulates. He is responsible for people dying. You know. Yeah. You know. And I, I don't care. What, see, I didn't want to make this about Trump. So we're gonna again say that for a different day. Say for different okay, day. yeah, we're gonna go. Th- we're gonna go through. <laughs> we could do. We could do that next week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Let's focus back on Joe Biden. Yeah, we're trailing off, and we're talking about other, a bunch of other stuff. But let's let's focus back on Joe Biden. Let's let's uh, go through and dissect his campaign because that's one of the things that is really kind of like this is where I see that Joe Biden isn't gonna beat Trump. When you look at his campaign, when you look at the stuff that he stands for it just seems very forced so, upon him yeah i i definitely see that i, th- I think there's a lot about what he says that is while he's not doing a lot to be you can't mistake him for being progressive that's for sure it seems like a lot of his stances are very much changed from what we had before and is just doing it to play along with what he thinks or what we've, um, it may be in a point true, it's just popular now. And I think the best example of that is the contrast between what he th- what he thinks and says now versus the what he did in 1994 of his crime bill and all the bills that preceded that. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff with that, too. Yeah. yeah. Biden was big on on being tough on crime, which was a thing in the 90s, which I, I think even now, you know, with retrospect, we see well, that that was not the way to go. That was not helpful. That was... Remember the remember the shows that we had in the nineties, Cops, yeah. America's Most Wanted, World's Wildest Police Videos. Yeah, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, crime is bad." And I would say I not mean, everybody. There is definitely crime is people, bad. Yeah, I mean, crime <laughs> crime is bad. But I, I think, and I, I mean, I, I guess I still got to figure out how we want to share our sources with with everybody when we talk about this stuff. But you can go look at the crime bill. You can go see quotes from him. You know, and all the bills he he worked on. For him and Democrats at the time, they were trying to be tough on crime because they wanted to take that stance away from the Republicans and own it so that because there was a rising crime rate towards the the last half of the century. And Republicans were oh, yeah, historically sure. better at handling or at least talking to that point than Democrats. So in the, like the late 70s, that's when the Democrats wanted to take a hold of that, take that away from the Republicans and hope that that can garner more victory. So they became tough on crime. Which meant, which really meant, the, the, you know, pres- making stronger the war on, war on drugs. Which, yeah, that was super helpful. Definitely no repercussions from that. Uh, increasing <laughs> sentencing, making sentencing harder for repeat offenders. You know, everything about increasing the punishments and making punishments more drastic. Without doing what the fuck it should have been doing in the first place, which is rehabilitation and making these people right. worthy of going back into the workforce and not and and, and decrease recidivism. Inst- well, and that's instead, the, it's just about the punishment. Problem is- yeah, the, and the problem with a lot of that is it has to do with prison culture. This, I, I, like prison culture, especially in certain states, there's obviously like Texas, Arizona, places like that. If you look at like some of the private run prisons across the nation, Ugh, their prisons. goal, their goal is to keep people in prison. And it's been that way for a long time. And this is the problem with politics nowadays is politics in the 90s is politics in the 80s the 70s you go back forever there has been too much money in politics mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and, and this is the to... kind of thing that i that i see right now going full circle is is now people are now our politicians the people who are running they're starting to get less and less um secretive with the amount of money that flows through the politics and they're starting to become more brash and in your face and they're starting to say there's nothing you can do about it oh yeah even even some of the democratic candidates during the primary <laughs> didn't mind like you know holding fundraisers in wine caves and like what the fuck like even the, just like hence general why PR. Joe Biden is our primary is the democratics uh the democrat primary yeah. candidate. it's like jesus like at least have some like uh what's the one looking for here like you know, don't be so upfront about that shit. Like, keep keep it in the quiet place. What the fuck are you doing? But yeah, and they, they, that's one of the biggest issues that I think has been happening with our government is just there's the fun- way way too much lobbyism going on. The funny thing is, is that both, both Biden now is the unofficial but pretty official Democratic candidate, and even President Trump have been taking steps that is you know away from this ideology about you know tough on crime stances biden during during all his primary debates has been very much like you know like you, you know even though he wrote the damn bill it's like you know some of those things maybe weren't the best ideas at the time yada yada it's like okay i mean thanks for kind of admitting that you were wrong and, and you're just making excuses that at the time i didn't know any better well dude you're fucking supposed to be an adult by that time if you got it wrong then i'm sorry you don't get a thousand chances to get it right now you know 
it's based off of how who's paying him the most. Yeah, like and that's his I, policy. I don't want to make it about Sanders again, but man, I got to tell you, he's one of he's one of not that few people who were like, no, crime bill bad, even in 1994. So, I, I yeah. don't know. I don't, well, and that's that's we, one of the things. We have so, authentic people out there. Yeah, there are some. There are very few. On that, and then on the same but, tangent of, uh, of you know people changing their ways now, Trump actually has made you know smallish but not insignificant strides to improve some of this. Like it's one probably one of the few shining gems you can see in his policy. So, so in some ways, both of them look like they're going to change this a little bit. Maybe, well, maybe. I think it's all going to be. This is my problem with both of them. They're both going to make very superficial changes to to these types of tough on on crime kind of ideologies. But it's all superficial. Yeah. Because just like you mentioned before, the money is in private prisons. So it doesn't. So as long as they can keep feeding that beast, whatever they, else they do. It's okay. We're going to pretend well, and they're going to, to be... obviously take kickbacks for it. Yeah. Oh, We're... keep a bunch of people in prison, and we'll pay you. Yeah. Well, it's as simple as that. Maybe not drug offenses. We'll find some other offenses to keep people in prison for, and get our private prison prison people well, paid for. So well, this is the thing. Why do you think marijuana isn't legal? Uh, isn't legal? Well, we... oh man, that, that that's that could be a whole different thing too. A lot of that thing is just I, it old is old way other... of thinking. Yeah, old way of thinking. But money for sure. Yeah, it's it's there's somebody is paying people in our government to keep it from being legal. It's just it's as easy as that, as simple as that. Though, and I'm not like the biggest stoner. I mean, I partake every now and then, and I enjoy it. But it's not gonna be like it shouldn't be like hey, in my opinion, alcohol is worse actually. Yeah, to be absolutely. honest, like it causes more deaths. It causes way more altercations. It causes it's considerably worse. And, and that's the other harder thing about this is that a lot of the people who are making the laws for this and a lot of the constituents are still have kind of old-fashioned thinking that's like well no i know we have alcohol but we've had that forever so this new thing that i don't understand personally well I'd rather just not have it and not have to worry about it so let's make it illegal and it's like that's not how you fucking handle anything in life no here's the thing because what do you remember when donald trump was running for president he said at some point i can't remember i'm pretty sure he said at some point that he was going to legalize marijuana you know what two weeks if into he, office if he, he did didn't that, do it if he did that he probably he'd have an easy win but he can't even do shit like that and no but he won't do anything like that because he's getting paid too much money to not and it's just outrageous isn't it that's <laughs> just yeah. fucking crazy especially because i mean uh, th this is all rumor and it's the he same thing if, if joe biden <laughs> if joe biden was to say the same thing like i'm gonna legalize marijuana across the united states i'm gonna decriminalize it i'm gonna get everybody we're in jail for marijuana charges i'm gonna get them out of jail <sighs> you know uh, he could say that all he wants until he's blue in the face but the second he gets into office it won't happen yeah because he's gonna get paid too much money it's the it's the problem it doesn't matter who's in there somebody's gonna pay them enough money to not uh, to not legalize and i'm and, using marijuana as an excuse but yeah. it, but i mean there's so many other laws that are like that for transparency we, the, we don't have uh, sources to back any of this up everybody sorry <laughs> for this particular uh, yeah, part of the conversation yeah, we this, don't is this is my conspiracy theory kind of, uh, kind of coming out well actually what about the whole thing with Com uh, with Comcast and IG Pi and I don't know about this back in the, back then and Verizon. So IG Pi, he is he was oh the FCC guy. Back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked for he was 
one of the top guys, if not the top guy in Verizon or Comcast yeah. or something like that. And so basically he he's paying getting paid a lot of money and he's paying a lot of money to make sure that net neutrality goes through or the yeah. to get rid of net neutrality you see a lot of like, that in this administration though people who are rich and you know are buddy buddy with trump or you know make significant donations all of a sudden are in charge of some department in the office or an ambassador somewhere like which yeah and to that's his credit is not that's... entirely new unfortunately all presidents before now have have done that you know given honorary positions to people who were good to them during the campaign but you know i mean it it's like most things they're shittier under this president but not unique to him but that's that's my biggest problem with joe biden honestly i think everything he does and says he's just a phony here let's talk about something else joe biden related which i mean besides i think his very meh kind of stances on certain things politically speaking even though he's a little more can we talk about his creepiness please let's yeah, talk about yeah his that's the next thing you know first you know, obviously in the very beginning <sighs> of his campaign all the touching but now then the, the allegations by tara reed going on right now yeah um well it's not even just that well and that's the thing that's why he said well if you believe everything that tara reed said or believe anything that tara reed says don't vote for me it's a bold strategy cotton uh, let's see if it pays off uh, yeah she, <laughs> he, he, he wants he wants to give off this like i don't give a fuck about what you say attitude which just is never pretty when it comes from someone who literally depends on our votes like, like the i thing, don't care i don't care who you are is, the thing is, is he's trying to because Trump did the same thing. I mean, obviously with Stormy Daniels and everything right at the beginning oh. of his presidency. Or that recording. The thing on is, the bus. is Trump pulled it off because a lot of the people who voted for Trump don't care, like Trump doesn't care. Yeah, they don't care. With yeah, Joe Biden, the people who are going to vote for Joe Biden, they care. Yeah. So he's trying to say that he doesn't care to people who actually do care, and they go, and that's in and of itself the wrong move for him. Absolutely, <laughs> you put it <laughs> so fucking well. To even try to pretend, to even try to pretend to care, like he, even if he pretended to care, because I think he's a big phony anyway, and he should pretend to care. Even if he pretended to care, it would be a lot better than just going. I don't care. Got it. That's what's so frustrating. Don't vote I feel, for me. He's like he he wants to be like I, I I want him to be a better Trump, better than Trump. But it's like he wants to be a better version of Trump. Like like there's something about it. he he's like he almost he admires Trump for his brashness and his like you know give no fucks attitude. But we we don't want that. But he can't pull it off. Yeah, he, he can't, can't pull it off because the don't Democrats want don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. We well, specifically, specifically, the Democrats don't want it. There's the reason why Donald Trump. They want Donald Trump out of office is because of his brashness, because he doesn't care, because of his lackadaisical attitude towards a lot of things. Absolutely. It's why Republicans want him to stay in office because of his brashness, because he doesn't care. It's it's just. They're well, feeding off they, different emotions. They don't care because they can they can use it. <laughs> that's why. Right. Well, and and that's one of the things is a lot of people who are big Trump supporters, they're big Trump supporters because they themselves are personality type, are brash and bold, and they want to do – like if they were in the same position, they'd probably do the same thing, maybe even worse than Trump. There's uh, a yeah. lot of people who are like that. And that's the thing is, is Joe Biden is – 
I don't get why he's trying to appeal to those people and losing all of the Democrats and all of the people who are like, no, we like people who are caring, like Bernie Sanders, you know, and that's one of the things like Bernie Sanders. I had some problems with his policies, but honestly, his ability to his and going back years and years and years, his stance on civil rights, his stance on, on you know, Peace crime bill we just talked about yeah the, the crime bill just just his stance overall it seems like he actually like it doesn't even seem you can tell he cares about people around him he always has and you can see it time and time again and no matter what you know people say like oh i don't like this about bernie sanders so i just don't like him as a person you can't not like him as a person because as a person, he's a wonderful person. Like he's a really good man. You know, I don't I agree with his policy, but he's a wonderful man. I think you bring up and an interesting point. You bring up an interesting point that I think is maybe not a big enough difference between Biden and Trump at this point, but maybe something worth kind of looking into. I think at his core, Biden is a person who who cares. I I think the problem with him, and I think in contrast, Trump is someone who just doesn't give a fuck. Like I don't think he really cares about people at all. He just, no. because, I don't know what he's motivated by, but it's not about the people in his contingent. Himself. I think Biden we all know is. It. He's motivated by himself. Yeah. I think Biden does care, but I, but like I was saying in the beginning a little bit, he is so wrapped up in party politics that he thinks, okay, the best way to take care of these people are the values I have as a, as a Democrat and force it, force it, force it, force it. Like that's, you know, he's trying to put a square block in a cir- circle hole. Like, that's what he... So he cares. He thinks, you know, if I could just get this in there, I'd be able to help him. But he's never going to get in there that way. No. And he just refuses no. to kind of look past that. He refuses to change for the sake of others because he thinks it's best for them. That's why he's not changing about, you know, his, his stance on touching people. Like, we told him not to do it. Like, don't do it. But he still does it. You know, we told him to maybe, be, you know, <laughs> be careful of his words about how he handles this whole Terry Reid thing. And he doesn't. He just keeps going at it because he's like, well, th- this is how this is how it is. You know? Well, because he's already the Democratic candidate, he knows he won that. It's like you, like you think this this showing off that you don't care helps, but it doesn't because you 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 care, but when you don't care, it really shows shows off in the worst possible way. Yeah, and and that's that's another thing is it's just it. I think if he was able to do his own thing, he wouldn't have won. No. If he was able to go away and deviate from the party, like I'm sure he wants to do, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have won. You, you think so? I, I kind of feel like he's he's in line with the party. That's why the party chose him as, as the figurehead. No, they chose him as the figurehead because he could be bought. Eh, I mean, I think it's kind of the same conclusion. I don't know if I agree, but it almost doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how we got to it. <laughs> yeah, we're here now. But the, and that's. That's the thing with all of that. It's just, to it, me... In either case, it's the party of... not caring about the people, their constituents. So Exactly. And that's that's where it boils down to, is, is the Democrats don't care. The Republicans don't care. Nobody in our government cares. We try to run third party, but people bring that down. The worst thing, though, I think worse than what you're saying, is that I think some of those people do care. But again, just like I was saying about Biden, they're so stuck on... Their view as a Democrat, or even even if they adjust a little bit, it's nothing that wild. But they're so stuck on that on that filter that how they filter out everything through life that that's why things are up there they are. 
they're going to save America. They're going to do it the democratic way. They're going to save America yeah. by the Republican way. It's like, mm, mm. yeah, like, mm. yep, yep. We all know, and and that's the thing is they become so overly brash about it. They they're stopped hiding it because it's it's been going on for years, and it's finally getting to this point now where we're seeing it actively unfold and there's absolutely nothing that we can do because you've got powerful people people who have made a lot of money i mean the media right now and i've always had a problem with the media and trump has a problem with the media but you know who doesn't have a problem with the media the people who think that trump is wrong because the media put that (laughs) thought into people's minds i've never liked the media there's only what now four companies four people that control 99% of the media that we see I mean how insane yes. is that here i know what you're saying 99% like, of what we consume it comes from four people i, I know what you're saying Heffling. and really the only problem i have with what you're saying because if you if you ask me I, I yeah i agree cnn has a slant cnbc has a slant blah 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 fox obviously they has all a slant do. But the problem is that when, when you, I think Fox's that, slant towards the Republicans actually was uh, orchestrated by Democrats. Yeah, no, dude, no. There's there's plenty of because of how to, ridiculous it was. How ridiculous it was. You're you're not giving the Republicans enough credit or the <laughs> party enough credit. They did it on their own. There's there's exposés on that. Like I, I, there's plenty of information on that. But get to the point. Oh, shit. Don't tell me I lost the point. You fucking distract me for the point. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The problem with your the, the problem. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with the principle of what you're saying. The problem is that when you say it so simple like that, is that someone who who hears don't trust the media. What they should be hearing is that you need to be selective. You need to be thoughtful about what you consume. When you oh, tell yeah, somebody, absolutely. when you tell somebody, you don't care about the media, that means that anything the media says, any kind of media, any media that contradicts what they're thinking at that moment, immediately becomes the media. So what that does is that someone like Trump, when he says don't believe the media, what he's really saying and what people take in, consciously or not, is that oh, any new any news I hear about President Trump is from the media, therefore I will ignore it and just believe what's coming out of Trump's mouth. That's what ends up happening. Right. So that's, that's the problem the, of what you And that saying. is exactly, you're right. Well, no, that is because if you recall my conversation, or if you recall earlier, which you'll probably do when we're editing this, but if you recall earlier, okay. that's exactly what I was saying earlier was we definitely need to be more thoughtful. That's when I was asking you, like, what did you hear about Donald Trump? Did you hear it on a news source that could be trusted but could be giving you the wrong information i mean i could i could tell you that i listened to speeches for wholesale on their own like yeah and that's my my problem my problem with it because right now we're in an age and a time where we get stories within five minutes of it happening i Mm -hmm. mean we get news so fast and there's so many people that are on like the, the latest scoop and but nobody takes the time to step back and say like hey should we be reporting on this? There's stuff that happens, like, like obviously things like um, Notre Dame burning down or things like the, the the coronavirus and stuff like that, but nobody's taking a step back and, like, and saying, like, hey, should we re- be reporting it like this? Absolutely. The the existence and of the 24-hour news network is, is shitty. That, we can abolish that. I'm things, okay with abolishing that. 
but that's one of the things that sh- is that I would say is is my biggest problem with it is people aren't taking the time to verify sources to verify facts and there's a lot of things that's why I've been trying to I've been trying to for this podcast or I've been at least last week or like this week if I'm talking about something I'd like to do my research about it beforehand oh did I lose you I think I lost you <laughs> uh, we'll be right back after after Hefley fixes his, his stuff. I'm sure it's going to be very important. Very important. Oh, oh, the anticipation. See, now I have to figure out if I want to edit this out later or if I'm going to leave it in. I don't know. That's a good question. Should I leave it in? I think it'd be funny. This will definitely line up things. You know, how's everybody doing? Think about that. Do you have any questions or comments for us? Please write us. We actually have an email address now. That's commongroundattack at gmail.com. So if you have any questions or comments you want to give us, totally, totally hit us up. We'll, we'll review those. They'll probably give give us some ideas of what to talk about, and you know, give us a a foundation to make re- our reflections of what we're talking about on here. If you have any questions or or a viewpoint of, on something of what we said here, it'll get something to talk about. So, man, what, what happened to Hefley? He's not back yet. I thought I was giving you enough time to working. Hello. Oh yes, now it's working. Yes, welcome back. <laughs> oh okay. So uh, when did I get cut off? Because I was talking for a long time yeah. before I realized you weren't there. Sorry, okay, you talk, you stopped it. You were talking about media and, and researching yourself, and that's basically the gist oh. of where we're getting. Oh, okay, yeah. So, no, I'm all for, like, slowing down, taking research, you know, because it's a lot of times with this news cycle, see things within five minutes, but it may not always be the most accurate or uh, legitimate or up-to-date information. Yeah, I think you're right. And, I mean, I, I don't listen to CNN or I don't listen to any any cable news networks anymore. Most of what I get information wise is from an article, and 99 percent of that, other than then it's just easier for me to get an article anyway, is I get to see people's sources and I can compare. Because the other thing that I do personally is not not only right. is that it has to be for the most part I need to hear something from multiple sources before I really start taking full consideration of it because like what you said people are are quick to, to at the draw plenty of times there'll be something that come out in a minute later from having been reported on and we don't get a full take on what's going so a lot of times it's waiting for an article or a report that comes out that's taking its time to research something and then seeing things come from multiple angles on the same thing yeah and and that's another thing is also like let's say for example in there's been research done by this, and I gotta try to find it and pull it up. But there's been research done on this, where, let's say, and this is coming from actual NFL stories. So believe it or not, so nice. there was a lot of NFL stories where people were being accused of sexual assault. Well, let's say somebody gets accused. Uh, uh, somebody gets accused of sexual assault, and news article after news article after news article gets written about it. So you have maybe, let's say, six sources spreading the same news to about uh, to whoever they whoever they're whoever they're spreading it to, or whoever mm-hmm. is under their jurisdiction, their or whatever it's called. Yeah, their audience. Thank you. I was trying to find the word. Okay, so let's say that happens. You got six news sources spreading to millions and millions of people, right? Everybody now, those millions of people are going, "Oh man, that person's an." A scumbag. He's an animal, like terrible. He should never be able to, you know, play for the NFL or anything like that. Now, let's say one of the other articles, the local newspaper, picks up. Oh, hey, maybe let's call off on those people because 
you know, the he, it actually turns out that he was in a different state at the time. Uh, he couldn't have possibly assaulted this person, you know, or like the evidence comes out like he wasn't even there. And now that one newspaper, that local newspaper goes, well, we apologize. We got our information wrong. And that spreads out. But nobody else apologizes or claims that they get their information wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just not seen as much. A lot of people are drawn to the negative news. They're a lot, or they're drawn more to negative news, and negative news gets more clicks than positive news. Yeah, than, absolutely. And that's the problem with a lot of our news cycles too. Is you got to keep in mind, a lot of people won't see those corrections because newspapers are, or news corporations are more inclined to not apologize for things. No, they just want content, 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 content. Yeah. And and that's that's what I'm saying. Like always, be careful because even then, even while doing sources, even while waiting until later and, and figuring stuff out, like even even that, it's just sometimes it just you never know. Yeah, but then like I'm but see, this is where I, I'm failing to understand what is, the solution is here because if we we did oh. our waiting and we're trying to figure out you know whether something is a good source or not, well then. At what, point do, you, at what point do you like, start paying attention? Because you have to listen at some point. You can't close your ears off, because then that's where we get people who only listen to Trump and nobody else, or, or something like that. Right. It's it's we got to be smarter as a whole, as a collective about about Agreed. this. Agreed. We got to have reform. Like I'm I'm I hate to say it, but there's got to be reformation. I don't even hate to say it. There's got to be a reformation of the media. Like like. Yeah. Let's get rid of twenty-four hour news networks. Done. Get rid of 24-hour news networks, for sure. Get rid of 24-hour news networks. Um, and also get rid of the lightning-fast reporting. Other than, like, like for example, if something happens like uh, Notre Dame burning down earlier, you know, uh, earlier last year. Mm -hmm. I think it was at the end of last year. Yeah. Other than stuff like that, like big events that are, you know, it, a fire happened, don't report on how it happened until you get all the facts of how it happened report that it's happening yeah but that gets subjective and there's and a difference I don't know how you regulate that but that's the thing there's there's a difference between that kind of reporting it's yeah but how do you it's a it's a very clear difference how do you tell somebody they can't do that and that's the problem is is you can't tell somebody that you can't do it but if somebody does stuff like that you can say you can look at it and go well i don't believe you until more facts come out did I yeah, lose facts. again? No, no, facts. Facts. Facts are good. Oh, facts. You, you got to start relying. People got to start relying more on facts. I mean, and that's the problem is is people are looking at news sources and articles and things like that as facts. They're not facts. They're, they're opinion pieces written by people yeah, who can make, who have but, flaws, who ha can make errors. Yeah, and I, I don't disagree with that, but, but that's way too simple, what you're saying. And because we we can't each individually go and fact check everything we see. Because how do you fact check an article? You you can't go to the side of the fire and say, oh yeah, it totally is burning. That's that's fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but there but there's a difference in that type of news versus like the opinion of who started the fire. Yeah, and then you how know, do you like, how do you how do you check that? You don't. You eventually have to. Someone's going to eventually report on, or or the court system's going to report who did it. And right, but there's that, always, there's, always there's such a thing as multiple sources. Absolutely, absolutely. I just think it's probably not as simple as like you know, fact check. I mean, yes, yeah. you should fact check anything you can fact check. You should fact check, 
and maybe make a habit of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I'm just saying that maybe it's not that, but absolutely we need to... And that's the thing. It just doesn't... I mean, nothing is is really, really simple. I mean, it could be simple, but nothing really is. Yeah. And it's simple to say something. It's always simple to say, like, hey, there's a problem. But and that's why we're recording a podcast, because it's simple. It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> this, is, this is where it starts, is how to fix it, is, you know... We gotta do our due diligence. Talk about it. I try it, to talk bring sources. It, talk about it. <laughs> Man, that always reminds me of that show, Malcolm in the Middle. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a good show. That was a good show. Anyway, um, but that's the thing is, is when you be be careful. Just be careful what you see in the media. Be careful what you see about Joe Biden, about Donald Trump, because and that's the thing is, be discerning. Like, be discerning. Like. Like, don't be quick to say it, it because Joe Biden is a creepy person and he's done creepy things. Don't be quick to say that Tara Reid is, is right. If she's right, then that's a big, big problem for Joe Biden. That's mm-hmm. a big problem for, for us. But don't be, like, five minutes after the fact, after she brings out a report, and just be 100%. I mean, just take it easy, let the facts unfold, and then discuss it later. We don't yeah, need to be right on the right on the. This is it. This is it. I feel really bad for Terry Reed. You know, I don't know how that's going to play out. Yeah, and and honestly, I mean, and it's not to say like if it if it actually happened, if Terry and if Joe Biden did assault Terry Reed, I, I mean that's a terrible situation. Nobody wants to be in. I mean, yeah, I, I feel a lot of empathy for people like that. And I honestly, I hate a lot hearing a lot of these kind of stories because it is a. Is a big issue in our country is the domestic violence, is sexual assault, things like that. And you what, know, for somebody like me, I've what what's shitty is that there's like there's going to be there's certainly not going to be any repercussions for, for Joe Biden. The worst thing that could happen is that it costs him the election. But that's it. He's not going to see prison time. He's not going to be prosecuted. He's you know exactly because it's just kind of the shitty things that you know, shitty things how shitty things are and right now. I guess. That's one of the things that I've always I've always seen like like and I've followed the NFL really closely, but there's a lot of NFL players who actually commit sexual assaults and violence, and, uh, and commit yeah. domestic violence and things like that. And it's just for me that's always been a huge huge issue with a lot of these kind of players. And I don't like players who I have to imagine been... how much your viewership and your you know and your enthusiasm ends up you know enabling them to do that shit right and that's uh, the thing is that's a whole different story we could talk about the nfl some other time too yeah (laughs) we want to talk about you know kind of corrupt politics like like the nfl or even worse fifa oh god oh my god there's such a nightmare (laughs) yeah yeah it's just you know just Uh. things like that i mean and that's a that's a whole nother discussion for another time i just i just hope that people do their due diligence don't be quick to jump on Joe Biden just yet just because he is a creepy guy. And I mean, honestly, chances are he could do it, but it's not the court of political appeal. Uh, it's not the court of appeal, uh, public appeal. It I mean, should never when, be the when court you're of looking for appeal. you're looking for people's elections, it is. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're talking about prosecution, that's that's one thing. But I mean, unfortunately, he and every other politician are subject to that court. <laughs> yeah. 
No, they're above the law. What are you talking about? Oh, well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> maybe even that's why the only thing we have is pu- public opinion again. But Yeah. All right, any last-minute thoughts on Biden? Oh, he is a creepy guy, and he sexually assaults a lot of people. Uh, so who are you going to vote for, the rapist <laughs> or the rapist? <laughs> See, now here's the thing. With Trump, it's just uh, just accusations. <laughs> I mean, it's both accusations, and Trump is way more. No, Joe Biden, it's physical evidence. What? You got video evidence. Of, you got video evidence okay, of Joe uh, Biden uh, creepily touching little girls. Yeah, okay, that's creepy. I mean, that's creepy, but yeah, it's, there's really no way to say that. But Trump has been accused of like actual like sexual assault several times. Yeah, dozens of times. Yeah. And oh, he but became the, president, so it doesn't it doesn't get doesn't doesn't give a shit. Yeah, the <laughs> unfortunate thing is we just don't have enough facts to do anything with it. And because they have been either a um, bought bought out or silenced or silenced, or I mean, it's just there's yeah, there's shitty. a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack and all that. Okay, on that that dreary note, I guess we'll call it for today. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I will research us some some theme music so that it'll make things brighter next week. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> We're gonna end on the sunny note of. of sexual assault and why it never leaves the presidency <laughs> yeah well uh, now that uh now that epstein who didn't kill himself by the way nope <laughs> now that epstein's gone quote unquote uh-huh yeah see how are that you going goes. somewhere with this <laughs> you, like, oh lost, no I, I I mean, we can talk about it some other time because that's another that's another whole thing to unpack you you've you recently heard some of the stuff with Epstein, right? I mean, he's dead, and we know he's he was an asshole creep that did shitty, illegal stuff. But he's dead. There's nothing else we can do about it. Yeah, the question is, is did somebody... Well, hold on. we got to unpack that later. i got to okay. find my... I've got to remember my sources and, okay, okay. and find them. All right, in that case... I don't want to say stuff. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll save it. That was a teaser, everybody. That's a teaser for another Yeah, day. teaser. Uh, next next week, should we dissect Trump? Yeah, I guess so. Let's get it over with. <laughs> I mean, why not? We did yeah. Joe Biden today, kind of. It makes sense. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, since we're on the subject, and this is our in-between time before we find out actually what, what's been going on with COVID. Mm-hmm. We'll have an yeah. update. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll oh. have an update eventually, sometime. Okay, Once everybody, we we'll find call more it. information. Let's do it. Peace. We'll do it live. Thanks for watching, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.